Hello everyone. Welcome back to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Today we're talking about soreness. Does soreness mean you had a more effective workout? Or if you're not sore, does that mean you had an ineffective workout? We've had a lot of questions about this lately. So I thought I'd do a quick podcast to educate because I think this stuff is really interesting and important for really all of us to know. So here's the bottom line, muscle growth or hypertrophy can happen with or without soreness. The ideal is to have light to no muscle soreness after a workout because volume and consistency are the most important quality for results. If your workouts are constantly wrecking you and leaving you so sore that you can't walk the next day, you're not going to be able to train well in the next session. So you'll either have to take more days off in between sessions, or you'll train anyway, anyway, and increase your risk of injury. Instead of judging your workout's effectiveness on how sore you got, make sure you're controlling these factors. So number one, you're getting close to failure in each set. Number two, you're eating enough protein. And number three, you're allowing 48 hours or longer in between training the same muscle so that it can have time to recover. If you're doing those things, you may not get super sore, but you will start to see results. Okay. So that's the bottom line. Let's get into why. So DOMS or delayed onset muscle soreness is pain, swelling, tenderness, stiffness, and we've probably all experienced this. It starts hours to days after exercising, usually peaks within like one to three days. Besides the pain and swelling, that's obvious muscles can also have decreased proprioception and stability. So this can make them weaker and more vulnerable during this sore time because your body has less awareness of your position and it has less stability in certain joint positions. This is why I don't recommend getting in the habit of training a muscle when it's super sore because the risk of injury is higher. If it happens every once in a while, usually it's not a big deal, but I like to recommend not getting in the habit of training a sore muscle. DOMS happens the most with eccentric or unaccustomed loading. So what does that mean? So eccentrics are the negative part of the movement. So the lowering phase of a bicep curl, the lowering phase of a lunge, the lean back phase of a ball crunch, or the lean back phase of a reverse Nordic curl or the matrix move that we do in classes. Because certain activities or certain workouts are eccentric heavy, Soreness may be more common in those types of workouts. So for example, downhill walking, downhill walking is a lot of eccentric dorsiflexion. So, or eccentric plantar flexion rather. So it's a lot of load eccentrically to the front part of the shins. And this is why downhill walking, especially if it's unaccustomed and you're not used to it can cause shin splints or soreness in the front side of your shins. So eccentrics are more likely to cause soreness, that lowering phase, but so is unaccustomed movement. And then when you have them both together, unaccustomed and eccentrics, that's probably when you're going to experience the most soreness. So when you do an activity that you aren't used to, like, let's say you go to a new fitness class, you're more likely to get sore and people confuse this as being more effective. And this has led to the theory that you always need to be mixing up your workouts or you always need to be confusing your body in order to be progressing. And that's not necessarily true. Yes, doing a workout that you're not used to may cause more soreness, but that soreness isn't necessarily because there was better load to your muscles. It's just because your body wasn't used to that type of load that you put it through. So just going to a new type of workout, yes, might cause more soreness, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's more effective. 
So I know this is all confusing. We're going to break it down a little bit more here in a moment. So what is happening from a chemical and mechanical level that's causing this soreness or DOMS? And it seems like there are some question marks around this still, which is surprising to me, but the theories have changed and evolved over time. And some theories have been reject- rejected over time. And we may be some- saying something different you know, in a few years as more literature emerges. And I, of course, will keep you all up to date if more literature comes out that explains this in a better way. So what we used to think is that soreness happened because of lactic acid and that lactic acid buildup was irritating nerve and uh, nerve endings, but that theory has been largely rejected. And then we then thought that DOMS was due to muscle damage. It was due to muscle damage from your exercise. And this also lacks support. There's been research that have shown no muscle soreness when there's lots of muscle damage. And on the flip side, someone that has no muscle damage may have a ton of soreness. So the conventional wisdom about why we got sore doesn't seem to line up with what the evidence is showing about what's actually happening within the tissue. But one recent review suggested that soreness could be coming from connective tissue and not muscle at all. And this actually makes a lot of sense to me that it's not really coming from the muscle. The sensation of soreness might be coming from other tissue like fascia. Again, this makes a lot of sense to me because the literature shows that someone might not be experiencing any soreness at all and yet seeing great results. And on the flip side, someone might be constantly sore and not seeing any muscle growth or hypertrophy. And I actually see the latter very often. People that are constantly sore, they feel like they constantly got hit by a truck. They feel like they're working really hard and yet they're not seeing results. And this is usually when people are constantly mixing up their routine And this isn't allowing for progressive overload because they're constantly learning new movements. And when you're in that learning phase, it's difficult to load the tissue in a way that will produce results. And yet, because they are sore all the time from bouncing around to different workouts, they have this false sense of confidence around their workouts effectiveness, which by the way, no shame. If this is you, it makes total intuitive sense that the more sore you are, the more stress to the tissue, the better the results. But studies have shown that soreness is just not a reliable indicator of your workouts effectiveness. And that the sensation of soreness coming from fascia instead of muscles could provide an explanation as to why. So the theory is that eccentrics or that lowering phase cause micro ruptures and inflammation to deep fascia. Fascia is like this thin layer of connective tissue that's like in and around your muscles. You can't see fascia from the outside because it's a very thin layer of tissue. Fascia is rich in sensory receptors, and it may actually be more sensitive than muscles. So if soreness is more likely linked to connective tissue like fascia than muscle, it could explain why you can still see results even if you aren't sore, because that fascia is really thin and it's not responsible for structural or visible change in your body. Muscle is responsible for structural and visible change in your body. So that could be an interesting explanation to soreness and kind of put the pieces together as to why soreness isn't a reliable indicator of a workout's effectiveness. We can't always control soreness. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. It might depend on what external factors like your nutrition, your sleep, your stress levels, but soreness 
It's if it's there, fine. If it isn't there, that's fine too. What's more important to pay attention to are number one, again, are you getting close to failure in each set? Are you giving muscles around 48 hours or longer before you're loading them again? Are you sleeping enough? Are you fueling properly with enough protein? If those basic things are there, you're going to see results, even if you're not getting sore. So what if it is there? Is that a bad thing? If you're active, soreness is likely going to be a reality for you from time to time. But I'd actually say it's a good sign if you are getting less and less sore as you progress in your training. And this will mean that, again, your body isn't having to go through so much unaccustomed loading and start from that learning phase or that motor learning phase. You're actually able to start progressively overloading your tissue and you'll have less setbacks because of extreme soreness. I still get some light soreness and sometimes I'll get the accidental like, oh my gosh, I'm so sore. It's hard to go up and down the stairs. But for me, that kind of soreness really only happens a couple times a year. At this point, I like to look for light to no muscle soreness. However, if soreness is there, it's not a huge deal. But if constant extreme soreness is there, this is not a good sign. Again, I think people brag about like being constantly sore. Like, oh my gosh, I can't walk up and down the stairs after every single leg day. I would say that this is actually not a good sign. One, this could be because your intensity and recovery are not in the right ratio. If intensity is outweighing your ability to recover, you're not going to see long-term results. This is a gross, but good example because it's a physiological mechanism in your body. And we can really relate this to how our muscles recover. So it's like a blister versus a callus. If you wear shoes that are new shoes that are rubbing on your heels and you start to get irritation on your skin and you slowly work your way into those shoes, eventually that irritation forms a callus, right? But it has to be that stimulus from the new shoes has to be slow and you have to have recovery in between wearing the shoes again. But if you wear the shoes too often without letting that skin have any type of recovery, the skin starts to form a blister that's painful and stops you from wearing the shoes at all. And exercise is the same way. We want slow, steady stimulus instead of stimulus that's so fast and so painful that it causes really more problems than it's solving. So again, this is why I don't recommend extreme soreness all the time. It's eventually going to set you back instead of moving you forward. Light to no more muscle soreness is the key. And then number two, like I said in the intro, if you're getting constantly sore, it's going to interrupt your ability to stay consistent. It's going to interrupt your volume. I'm sure that many of us have accidentally gotten too sore and it hurts to stand or it hurts to get in and out of the car. And there's no way that you could train the next day, let alone four or five days later when that soreness is still lingering. So again, this means that you may not be prop getting proper amount of volume or consistency which is really important and crucial for muscle growth. So constant soreness is not what we're solving for. Light to no soreness, I've said it again and again, light to no soreness will lead you down the path of the callus instead of the blister. Okay, so there's that. Let's say you get sore, which again is probably an inevitable factor that we'll all have to deal with if you are strength training. What's the best way to treat soreness or DOMS? So the best way to treat soreness is to let your own immune system do its thing. I always say your own immune system can't be replaced with ice baths or foam rollers or massage. You need to let your immune system do its thing. The best way to support your own immune system is to take out things that are distracting it. So 
if you aren't sleeping well, or if you're starting to get sick, or if you have emotional stressors, if you're if you're dehydrated, if you're not eating properly, all these things are going to distract your immune system and cause your immune system to feel like it has to put out a lot of fires instead of focusing on repairing the damage from your workout. So it's important to keep your um, immune system optimally functioning. So the best thing you can do to accelerate healing from soreness is to sleep well, hydrate, and um, eat properly. I know that's like, that's not what anybody wants to hear, but that's really the best and only way to accelerate healing from soreness. Things that you can do to improve the symptoms of soreness are to keep your body moving. So gentle mobility, walking, increasing the blood flow and fluids to the site of damage might help support healing. Other things you can do to Again, this is going to be more of a band-aid, but help you temporarily relieve symptoms of soreness are, you know, massage guns, foam rolling, um, massage, stretching, anything like that. There's not necessarily anything wrong with that, but just know that it's not going to accelerate your uh, healing. It's just going to... Uh, it's just going to provide some temporary relief. It's just like taking an ibuprofen, right? It's just going to kind of be a temporary band-aid. Nothing wrong with that, but just understanding that it's not going to solve the problem. Okay. Before I wrap up, since I brought up fascia, I'm always getting questions about fascia. People want to know about my thoughts on fascial massage and fascial treatments and this and that. I probably need to do a completely separate episode and dig into this a little bit more, but overall, I tend to think that if you have a good fitness routine, you're likely not going to need all these body treatments. Not to say that you might not sometimes benefit from them or need them in certain situations, but if your workout is leaving you so beat up that you feel like you constantly need to go do body work to put yourself back to get together, that is not a good fitness routine. If you are so constantly sore that you're like, I need relief by going to get my fascia worked on, that's not a sign of a good productive routine. Your workout routine should not make you feel that way. And it's become normalized to require body treatments. And it's almost become a badge of honor. Like, oh my gosh, my body hurts so bad. And I don't think that we should be bragging about that. If you are destroying your body in your workout, eventually your body is going to scream for some extra recovery, whether that's um, you run into some joint degeneration or injuries or whatever it may be. I think taking care of ourselves and understanding that gentle consistency is truly, truly, I know I'm a broken record, but that is the way to see results, not expecting um, our bodies to feel so broken down that we're requiring all of this tissue maintenance just to feel like we're staying above water. Okay. So maybe I'll do an entire podcast some other day about fascia and I'll dig into the current research around that. But for now, just know that your current workout routine should not require you to need all of that body work. Okay. So summary on soreness, light to no soreness is ideal. You may get some soreness in the beginning if you're starting a new program or if you're starting Evlo, um, and it's common for that to start to fade as you get used to the program. It's also common for soreness to come up um, from time to time, I still get light soreness, but just because you aren't sore doesn't mean you aren't progressing. I almost never get sore in my upper body. And yet I've built a substantial amount of muscle in my upper body. So just because soreness isn't there doesn't necessarily mean your workout's not effective. 
If you are someone who you're constantly super sore from your workout routine, it could be because you're switching it up too often. It could be because you don't have enough of the same exercises in your routine. I know that this isn't like fun to hear, but a lot of times the same stuff works (laughs) and keeping it simple works instead of trying to go to this class and this class and this class where you're always just relearning new things. Not only are you going to be more likely to be sore all the time, but you're probably not loading tissues with enough consistency to see uh, the results that you want. So if you are super sore all the time, I'd recommend switching up your routine. Um, You might also check with uh, sleep and nutrition so that you can ultimately dial all of those things to see better results and feel better. Okay. So that's soreness. Hope this was helpful. We will see you all next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.